Hey everybody, welcome to another live chat with me and Jesse Davin. I'm Steven Jensen, that's Jesse Davin, and we are going to be doing predictions for AEW All Out. So, I'll kick it off right off the bat by letting everybody know, like always, and especially during prediction shows, this is the best time to send Super Chats and donations. Reason being, we're going to be going match by match through this card. That's going to be pretty much the whole episode today. We're going to start at the pre-show, go up through the main event, so if you want your predictions out there, right on air, if you have any questions about the show, if you have any comments or anything along those lines that have to do with AEW um, All Out, or if there's anything from Dynamite, which we'll be talking about Dynamite right at the beginning as well. So anything, if you want your voice heard, questions, comments, all that good stuff, predictions, we want to hear from you, Super Chats, and there's also a link in the description for donations. They work the same. We make sure to deep dive on whatever you want to talk about. And before we get into all of that... Jesse, how you doing? Well, I, so just full transparency, me and Jesse talk before every show for like a little while. So I yeah. usually know how she's doing before we go live. But um, but I know she's having kind of an off day. And I also kind of yeah. cut her, I also kind of cut her off beforehand, too, because she started talking about AEW. And I was like, I was like, yo, save it for I the know. show. I was like, save it for the show, because there's there, there are there are these topics she was bringing up that like, I think people are going to want to chime yeah. in on. So um, so Jesse, um I know how you're doing, but let everyone know kind of how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, like, it's even weird because, like, usually before the show, there's, like, people chatting, and there was, like, none. Yeah, I and see so that I now. Like, That's kind of strange. Hello? Hey, Chanel. I was, I'm, like, I'm, like, what is happening? Like, I, <laughs> seriously, and, like, okay, so this is, like, Kenny, this is Kenny Omega and a cat. So, hi. Um, his head's cut off. Sorry, Kenny. I, all of my backgrounds are gone off of my Skype for some reason. I don't know what happened. I didn't uninstall it or anything. And so this morning I woke up and I am almost certain that upon waking up at like six o'clock in the morning, half asleep, I went from my bed to my chair out, out there and I took a Unisom. I swear to God, I took a Unisom this morning because I've been exhausted. I feel like I'm in an alternate universe I feel like I am like dreaming. Like this stuff. I feel like I like died, and I don't know. I died, and I've like woken up. I don't know what's going on. I kind of have a headache. I, like, I ate a plum this morning, and I'm like, what was in that plum? Like, what happened? I'm like about to call Publix and be like, yo, <laughs> you need to recall these and and the peaches too because I so I'm just. I'm really off. Like the tweet about the podcast, I did about three times because I kept messing it up, <laughs> and like my concept of time is like gone. I I I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's just an off day. I got my progesterone shot today, so there's that. I'm just I'm a mess right now. So if I'm like not making sense, please forgive me and just like be like are you okay you're not making sense <laughs> because i just i don't know what's going on i think i'm tired i've yeah. been going to bed really late and waking up really early i've been getting maybe four hours of sleep a night and when you're pregnant that's not good so sure. i think i need to go to bed early so that's i'm sorry long story short again time i'm a mess <laughs> how are you doing good can't complain um 
almost went hair down for this episode. Thought about it because you were because you were so weird beforehand. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go weird with the two. I'm just gonna like bring my hair down and look looks different today. But I decided not to. It does. It looks like you shaved your head. We did. Does it? No, yeah, like my hair. Look. My hair is getting long though. Like I know your hair like, is long. I've got like the. Whoa. I'm at I'm at like the full like 14 your long inches. Hair is longer than mine. Yeah, I can donate it now finally, but it's like obvi- I need to like I need to like wash it. Obviously, I'm like yeah. looking uh, looking kind of looking kind of crazy. I got my uh, my shades still here too. So there you good. go, boom. Yeah, um, I like let's, do this, let's do this today. Um, but I actually talked to a a hairdresser or whatever um, uh, a couple days ago. A girl I know in Nashville from you know when I lived there and. Uh, I started talking to her about it. So, like, we're we're starting to plan it out to where, like, basically I want my hair to get long enough where I can... I told Sean Ross that this as well when I talked to him about this. So, because he donated to the same organization that I plan to donate to, Weeks for Kids. And um, when he got his hair cut short, like, you know, he had, like, the worst haircut ever for, like, you know, like, he a week or Randy Rose cut it. <laughs> right, right. But, I, but he admittedly, like, himself, he was, like, going on social media and being, like, I hate my haircut. It looks so bad. Like, I look so stupid. Um, so my thing is so like, <laughs> but my thing is I'm trying to like not do that. So I'm going to try to grow it long enough that to where like, I can still kind of cut it kind of, so it'll still be kind of long. So like, long. so because I plan to grow it out multiple times. Like I want to keep yeah, donating Yeah, because I mean, your, your reasoning behind it, it's really sweet. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I've, uh, I've lost my grandmother, my aunt and my mother all to breast cancer. So, uh, so yeah, it, it is something where. I, uh, I, I've wanted to donate hair for a long time, but I've never actually grown it out this long before. And it just got to a certain point where I was like, I might as well just keep growing it. I don't have, I work from home at this point anyways. Like no, yeah. one, I don't really have to look a certain way. Um, so, uh, so yeah, but, uh, but anyways, that's all yeah. completely off topic. But uh, thanks everyone for joining the chat today. We really yes, appreciate thank it. you. I'm like, I'm, I feel reassured now. <laughs> I was like, like I said, guys, I was like, there's no one chatting. What is happening? Did <laughs> everything reset? Like, what is going on? So, yeah. Um, I'm really excited. And thank you guys so much, everyone in the chat. I see, like, a few people have joined us. So, um, like we said, we're doing our prediction show for All Out. This is the best time to do Super Chats. Or if you don't have your whatever, your card or whatever linked up to YouTube, uh, you can do it through PayPal as well. So there's a link. It's called, what is it called? Super Super Tip? What Something like that. I know you have the. I know you put the donation the link, link down is, there. It is in the description of the video, so you can always do that. We will read your predictions or your statements, and we will deep dive into those as well. Those are really meaningful to us. So we are really, really, really excited for all out. I am. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be. I'm leaving tomorrow night, heading to Jacksonville, and I'm gonna be at all out. So I'm super pumped about that. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get tickets and was sure. unsuccessful. Um, but I will obviously be watching from home, and I'll probably have a few buddies over, so it'll be a good time still. But uh, I'm gonna be looking out for you over there. Hopefully, I see you on the yeah. screen. Yeah, and... I I will I will show you like my seats. I like well, it was really hard because the tickets were going really fast, and like they were as you were on the screen, they were like the seats were just vanishing. Like, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And you have to buy the whole pod. You can't just buy a partial pod. And it's just me and my husband. So, and I didn't want to get, like, in the middle of a section. Because 
I'm paranoid. Even though I know there's social distancing, I don't want to be in the middle. I it's still not I'm not comfortable with it. And I ended up getting like the perfect seat, like right on the end of like the entire stadium, like right on the edge, like right almost in the front row of the section. And there's only like a few seats in the section to begin with. So we're like right on the end in the, I'm like sitting next to open air. So I feel so much better about it. So that like makes me feel a lot better about going. Um, And I really did ponder it because I did feel a little bit uncomfortable because I was like, wow, that's a lot of people going. And I mean, if I'm being honest with everyone, everyone's like, wow, especially in Florida, they shouldn't be doing that. You guys, this is Florida. Okay, let's be real. I am way safer in an AEW show than I am going to Publix. All right. I went to Publix. I went to Publix. My Publix that I usually go to, I'm not going to anymore. I went to a different one yesterday because there were, I counted seven, seven people without masks on. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? So yeah, I that just really made me mad. So I went to a, I'm not going to the public anymore. So I went to a different public yesterday. I remember wasn't wearing masks. So like I just it was making me really uncomfortable. But then I talked to a few people that were at the tapings and stuff, and they said it's just like the one that I went to. It's really safe. They're really strict. And so I made the decision. Me and my husband did together, as a couple, to go ahead and go and. If we feel uncomfortable at any time, I'm going to leave because I'm not as much as I want to enjoy the show. I'm not going to put my health at risk if I feel like it's not the same. Yeah. So, but it's going to be different for like actually seeing like fans, you know, like not just like random people who know the Jaguars. (laughs) Well, speaking of the Jaguars, like, have you seen like they're losing all their players too? Like, I don't know what's going on with that. There was actually, oh, there's Scarlett. Um, I. No, she disappeared, then reappeared. There she is. Yeah. Tell them something. This is Scarlett. Say hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> I can't hear it. I know, I've got it in my ear. So we're going to do predictions for the wrestling show that Mommy's going to. I want to talk. So, I'll show them how to use No, don't show them how to use tweezers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I put it in. down. So, One. yeah. Do we want to talk about dynamite first? Oh, I do want to talk to you guys. <laughs> I can wear glasses and average it. Oh, there. Now, now he's wearing glasses. Yeah. Super cool, huh? I disappeared. Guess what? 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 Ah. Your name is Glasses. My name is Glasses? Guess what? <laughs> what? After this, I'm going to go see Ruthie Gate. Because she was at school. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you get down? No way, I want to say hi. Hi, welcome back to Scott Channel, baby. No thanks. That's a good intro. Marcus, yeah. Welcome back. So, back, we're back. holding a paper, so I'll paint you. Alright, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Sponge. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. No, it's a it's a makeup sponge. Oh, <laughs> like a small potato. Like, <laughs> Alright, honey. I gotta let you go, okay? Because we gotta we gotta do stuff. We gotta talk about wrestling, okay? I want to. You wanna talk about wrestling? Okay. So guys, um Trevor is holding a kitty. Yeah, he's holding a kitty. Yeah, you bleed baby. Yeah. So there's yesterday last night there was a different 
There was wrestling last night, wasn't there? And uh, on the other, like that, today, I was having a bath. Hot water. Oh, yeah. There was a scarlet in the other wrestling. There was a scarlet in the other wrestling. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you nailed it. that. Yeah. How about Scarlet oh. Bordeaux? Are, are you, are you yeah. About, yeah, because your husband watches NXT. That totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's on Tuesday, too. That's right. Yeah, I it's hope it stays on Tuesday. Yeah. We did get a super chat. Benjamin, thank you so much, Benjamin, for the super chat. Can you say thank you, Benjamin? I don't want to. You don't want to? Okay. Thank you, Benjamin. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> thank, thank you, Benjamin. Katie. Oh, thank you, Katie. A different Katie. Okay. wanted to say hi. Okay. She just wanted to meet you, Okay. Well, it says, have fun, stay safe. Thank you, Benjamin. Who, if anyone, is turning heel Saturday? Ooh. Who do you think? Another Benjamin is in my class. I think, I mean, I've been calling it for, for a oh, really long time, you? and they're kind of like at the point where something is going to happen or not happen, but I could still totally see Hangman turning on Omega and joining FTR over the weekend. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of openings. I, I feel like with AEW, please do not open it. I feel like with AEW, I don't expect them to be traditional in any way. You know, anyway, traditional like WWE. You want more of those? Okay. Um, so I, they could swerve us. I feel like they could swerve us and Kenny could turn heel. I feel like they could swerve us and Hangman and Kenny, um, both team up and end up, you know, solving their differences and just dominating. And, you know, FTR gets, you know, met, like, they get the short end of the what? stick. I'm trying not to use, like, bad words. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I think... Hold on, I'm trying to make this better. I, I really do firmly believe that Kenny is going to turn heel, but it's like, it, it makes more sense for Hangman Page to turn heel because then he can just join... FTR and then Cody or Sean Spears or whoever they decide to be the fourth horseman, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that it's also, I think this is also a big diversion to get to. So, so basically, if I, I hate fantasy booking, but like the way that I would see this playing out, because they've been so on both sides of it, back and forth, like who's going to turn on who and like what's this all looking like? Cody was like slowly turning heel during his uh, open yes. challenges. Like, the, everyone in the Young Bucks looked like heels last night. Like, there's, like, yeah. there's, so, what I think the best case scenario would be Damn. is I think Hangman should turn on Kenny and join FTR, but within the next few weeks, they're actually the baby cases, and yeah. Omega and the Young Bucks are heels, but you just don't see it, you just don't see it like that initially. You just kind of, like, it all looks like FTR and Hangman are the heels, but it turns out because the problem is people are going to keep cheering Hangman. Like, I think Hangman's so over at this point that, like, that whether he he's, like, you know, I, I just don't see them turning Hangman to the point where people actually boo him. I think people are going to, even if he turns heel, people are just going to be like, all right, he's even more badass now. Like, so. Yeah. And, and FTR can work either way. Obviously, they, they, they're, I feel like it's so obvious that they're heels that, like, you could you could flip it around as, as as like their baby faces, and obviously Cody got his ass kicked by Brody Lee. I think he'll come back as a baby face, and he can join up with those guys as well to take on the Dark Order, which I think would be really smart. So like, there's there's a lot of 
really good options. And the good thing is, I don't honestly, I don't care who it is, and I don't, I don't because I like, I, I trust their booking. So like, I don't care who winds up turning yeah. heel or who's that. Like, I just want to see good wrestling and storylines that like make sense. So I honestly. Like, it's a win-win for us as fans, because whatever direction they go, like, I trust that they're going, you know, to something that I'm going to, you know, enjoy watching. Yeah, thank you again, Benjamin, so much for the super chat. It means so much to us, like, honestly, so thank you. It really means a lot. And to to piggyback off of that point, you know, I trust AEW's booking to kind of relate to that. Last night, the main event, the main match... The lawyer versus Mox. Smart Mark Sterling. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it so much. He walked out there like the Walmart Captain America. And I know he can actually like wrestle. I know he's like a legitimate wrestler. Yeah. And so, but just the outfit was just like, what am I watching? Like if this was WWE, I'd be pooping all over this. Like I would be pooping diarrhea farts all over this like this is <laughs> and i just sorry for that visual everyone but i just really just was like this is the go-home show for one of your huge pay-per-views and this is what we're doing but then you know after the match mjf takes a bite out of John Moxley, like he's a cheesecake at midnight and you know, he's on a diet. Like it was like, whoa. So that was one of those things where I was like, okay, I really, really hate this. I hate this so much, but I trust it. Like I, I had to, I had to put it out there into the universe that I didn't like it because people call me biased, which I kind of am sorry. I'm not a journalist. I don't have to be one way or the other, but I, then all of a sudden, you know, MJF is in there like, making him bleed, making making John Moxley bleed, like, severely, like, gnarly. It was gnarly, and it was a great closing segment to the go-home show for a big pay-per-view, and I'm really, really excited. I, I feel like a lot of people, like, poo-pooed on Dynamite last night, but I really liked it. I thought other than that, I thought it was a good show. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a good show as well, and... So, so this is one of the things that AEW, I think, needs to be a little more self-aware about is mm-hmm. their, is their the reach of the hardcore like internet wrestling fan versus, like, is there? So I'm trying to think of the best way to to say this. Like, so for me, for instance, the mm-hmm. guy who the guy who John Moxley wrestled last night is he's known as Smart Mark Sterling. He's a part of Create a Pro where MJF trained, where Kurt Hawkins is the head trainer. He does the training with him. He's a he has a large presence on the uh, the major wrestling figure yes. podcast and their YouTube channel. Like he's basically mm-hmm. the third guy. It's him. It's Hawkins, Ryder, or whatever Cardona, uh, Myers, and, yeah, and Sterling. Like they're basically like a, a trio as far as like YouTube is concerned, mm-hmm. and. I love to see him get a job in AEW or at least a spot because he's a guy like I've seen him wrestle for beyond wrestling, you know, for a while and stuff like that. Like he, he's an actual independent wrestler, but obviously the way he's portrayed last night, they even said it on commentary. They were like, Oh, this guy just started training a week ago or whatever. And it's like, well, it's kind of like the Pat McAfee thing in NXT where I was like, yeah. Why, why are you trying to make it sound like people can just like learn this in two weeks? And then like, Pat McAfee's <laughs> good been, thing to tell people. Pat McAfee has been training for like six years. Like yeah. I back feel like he not, his own wrestling ring. 
Yeah, that guy's story is incredible. The guy got drunk in the middle of the night one yeah. time, hanging out with his boys, ordered a wrestling ring at three in the morning, and it showed up like two days later, and he didn't remember ordering it, and was so happy with himself. He was like, "Oh my god, I completely forgot about this." So he just has he just has a wrestling ring in like his it's basically like his shed next to his house, and his NFL buddies come over and like they like bump around it in it and stuff. It's like that's like what they do for fun. I, I love Pat McAfee. Like I, I love I love what he's done with with NXT as well. Like I was super skeptical about it at first, but like I'm a big fan I at this point. All over that, and I was proven wrong. Yeah, me too. But my point being, Mark Sterling didn't just start training a few days ago. No. Like he's been in, an independent wrestler. But on the show, but my my whole point of saying all that is like I know that, but I'm also heavily involved in like following most things that have to do with pro wrestling. Like I don't expect like most fans to know who Mark Sterling is. It's the same kind of thing with being the elite. They have a lot of storylines on AEW that you see on Dynamite that are extensions of storylines from being the elite, but being the elite's only getting like 200,000 views. Like there's like 500,000, 800,000 people or whatever that aren't watching being the elite that are watching Dynamite that have no idea why there's lawnmowers on the stage when Dark Order's out there. I can still hear you and you can still hear me. I just have to go get my um, charger for my computer. Yeah, go for it. So... So that's that's my whole point is like there's I mean like I understand what's going on but how many how many like there's got to be a ton of people that are just super confused when they watch the show. So it's it's incredible for me like as a fan I love it cuz I pay attention to all this stuff but like let me know in the chat y'all like I mean are, am I, I are we on the same page? I mean I know I knew who Mark Sterling was but that was only because I randomly happened to see, like, that he had done wrestling, but I didn't even know that he was on that toy podcast with um, Myers and Cardona. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't, like, well, I knew the guy was not actually a lawyer. <laughs> like, let's be real. Yeah, definitely not and, a lawyer. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't know, like, any of his work. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a know-it-all. I didn't know. I, I was like, okay, yeah, he's a wrestler, but that doesn't mean that he's any good you know right but, and then he just went out there and, and yeah. amber or Amberus mostly just like fucked around with him the whole time and that was like yeah you could have beat him in three seconds you know but i what what honestly what you said though like the most important part of that segment was the beat down afterwards. It's not even that yeah so it was really just more so a trap than anything at the end of the day for mjf to attack moxley so the match is basically I mean, it, it just probably was longer than most people would want to see. I mean, that's probably yeah. where most of the criticism yeah. comes from. And I, and I saw, I saw somebody. I don't know who, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on you for your opinion, because a lot of people agreed with this person. They were like, "Well, that blood would have been a lot cooler if Joey Janela hadn't cut himself earlier." And I was like, "Okay, I'm sorry. Can we just like get rid of this like?" weird I didn't I don't maybe someone can explain this to me maybe I don't know but I wasn't aware that there was a quota on how much blood could be on a show I I was not aware that one person bleeding earlier in the show takes away from another person bleeding later on in the show because that didn't die down what happened to John Moxley to me one bit I thought Jericho making Joey Janela bleed was so important because we have talked about this so much that Chris Jericho is like a comedy act right now. 
Like, he is embracing the meme, and he is living the meme. And it's like, are you even, like, it, it's arguable. Like, is he even a legitimate, like, competitor anymore? He's doing this Mimosa Mayhem match. You know, it's a goofy gimmick match on a pay-per-view with Orange Cassidy. You know, they've had, you know, the suit with the orange juice and the, the bubbly, and they've done, like, the stadium stampede match, and he seems kind of goofy right now. I feel like that was super important for not only Jericho's character, but for the storyline as well, because it, it, it it's bad blood. There's bad blood between the two. Jericho is still a force to be reckoned with, and it took nothing away, to me at least, from the main event that Joey Janela got red stuff all over his face, and so did John Moxley. I don't understand why that happened to take that away from, like, I don't understand that logic. Someone was like, well, if Joey Janela wouldn't have bled, then that would have been way better. I'm like, what? Yeah, I personally couldn't care less, to be totally I, honest. I could not care one bit. Yeah, it doesn't I, matter to me. Like personally, like I like I'm the kind of person I don't need to see blood on wrestling at all. To be like I know I know it isn't real. So it's like, I like it. so it's like if there's because I mean like I mean obviously look at look behind me. I mean I watch mixed martial arts every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I see plenty of people in real fights bleeding all over each other all the time with like real injuries and you know blood all over the canvas and all that kind of stuff. I, I think it adds to wrestling to a degree. Like there's certain things where. It helps. It helps stories occasionally. It helps that Cody versus Dustin match for damn sure. Yeah, but I think it still would have been a great match without it. Like, yeah. I, like oh, I mean, yeah. like I'm not, like I'm not. I, I think it does add to it, but I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know, I think people make kind of a bigger deal out of getting color just in general than than they should. Like, because especially then when it happens on accident and it actually looks real, it it looks different. At least to someone like me, like when I see someone actually get hit in the face and I see the way they actually bleed versus the way the very you know you know going on your forehead with the blade and the way it 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 looks totally different to me also yeah but i'm also maybe in the minority there because i watch so much freaking combat sports that i (laughs) it just looks different um but then you can also always think about like austin versus bret hart like when he's in that sharpshooter it isn't as big of a moment if he isn't just bleeding all over himself so like there there have been absolute instances of like when it has added to it but I guess my overall point is, like, last night, there could have been no blood, and I'm still just as excited for the match. But what it but what it did do is it did put MJF on an even more kind of barbaric level because, like, he went kind of from, like, the, like the kiss-ass, like, kind of douchebag to, like, he's mm-hmm. still that, but now he's, like, willing to, like, fucking drink your blood and like sm- like that's kind of fucking savage i didn't i didn't really see that before you know what i that mean that was so, gross it was gross uh, yeah <laughs> I you, dude i was like <laughs> i was just like i could taste copper in my mouth when he did that i was like <laughs> yes oh another super chat jesse if you want to read oh, it out yay. thank you dylan dylan glad you could join us this time i hope your internet's working this time what the hell was that sorry my daughter's like threw something in here She's riding her tricycle. Mm. Um, thank you so much, Dylan. I really, really appreciate it. And I know Stephen does too. Yes. Um, thank you. We're glad you're back. We missed you last time. Even bigger for everybody. Yes. What? Oh, sorry. No oh. one can see that. Oh, I'm, just, like, I'm, 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 making, I'm making the donation box okay. on the screen a yeah. little bit bigger so people can see. Yeah. Uh, can so see so they can reach easier. the bottom. Yeah. It says, uh, Dylan says, AEW is so good at leaving subtle details and planting seeds that always come back around sooner or later. I agree with that. And you know what I feel like? I feel like 
I feel like AW gets really good practice with that on being the elite. I feel like being the elite is a good like test run for stuff. Like they plant such little seeds in there that you know they don't really put on television. I mean we've talked about that. You know the the lawnmowers and stuff like that. But they're really good at like planting little seeds that come back and become a bigger part of the story. And I feel like they're kind of that's a good thing from being the elite to translate onto television. So I, everything you have to pay attention to. It's very, very, very good, and I really do like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, thanks once again, Dylan, for the super chat. Um, it's like once again, I, I it basically is echoing what I said earlier. Like for someone like me who watches Being the Elite every week, it is it's wonderful for progressing yeah. storylines on Dynamite and just throughout AEW, just in general. But if you're not watching that show, it's it's i'm sure it's confusing <laughs> so um and i even saw like jgz those people must have never watched ccw or ecw yeah so like so i grew up on ecw so i'm pretty numb to a lot of this stuff but like so so what they're doing with the deathmatch wrestling now that I, that's kind of turned me off on it and keep in mind i cover gcw on almost a weekly basis for fightful on the weekender so like i'm i pay attention to, to deathmatch wrestling even though i don't really like it um what they're getting to now is like the wooden meat skewers to the head where like they're literally like putting them in people's heads and they're like just hanging out of their heads and stuff and and like the and and, and I'll, I'll just put it this way when joey janela took the the bump or took the tacks to his bare feet on on with moxley when he did the bare bare feet to the thumbtacks that yeah. wasn't that, that wasn't the first time i've seen that either you know what yeah. i mean like that that's it's yeah. one of those things where it's like they're doing just I don't know, but there. Then again, there's there's definitely a market for it. There's an, there's fans who love it. I'm not. It's a different type of artwork, like a pro wrestling's art. It's a different type of art. Um, it just isn't my particular cup of tea. But every now and then, I do see some stuff that I'm like, all right. Even though that was kind of like not what I was looking for, sometimes it winds up being pretty good. So I mean, I got to give it that credit as well. But it's mm -hmm. it's uh yeah. Anyway, let's trust the process. <laughs> Greg says he hates the skewer spots. No, I know that's see that's the thing. Ooh. The shock value versus because my thing is this. There's a to me there's like an art form in going out there like like a magic trick, right? Like you're not you're not trying to hurt the other person. They're not trying to hurt you. Like this is a it's a it's a it's an act essentially. I mean mm -hmm. like it's a very physical act and and there's a like a magic to to none. Of, but there's there's no. Like, to take a pizza cutter and slice someone in the head with it. Like, that, there's no magic to that. Like, you actually just cut someone in the head with the pizza uh, cutter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you actually... Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to... I won't talk to no, you about No, I'm totally into gore. Like, it doesn't... Which is, I, like, when I think about the pain, I'm like, ow. And I, that, all I thought of was, like, a slice and then, like, peeling off. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's going to make me even... Yeah. But... <laughs> But it's but it's one of those things where there's no there's no actual art to that. Like there's an art to not killing somebody. Like there's yeah. an art to like not stabbing someone in the head so deep that they actually kill. But it's like, come on, you know, like you're actually like a puncturing. Scissor board people. to the neck is a little too much, guys. Right, and then like the David Arquette thing when that happened, that was like, oh. and 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 granted, like he was in over his head. He should not been. He should not have had that match with Nick Gage to begin with. But like, yeah, Nick that. Gage, Nick Gage is someone who really knows what he's doing in these situations. He legitimately went to prison. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a whole, he's he's a very and the funniest thing, the most ironic thing about Nick Gage 
I have to be totally honest about this. Like, people probably won't believe me. Nick Gage. I don't know if I've ever seen kids, like children, get more drawn to a wrestler in person ever than I have seen with Nick Gage in person. At, no. At, no, 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 no. But no. but but at, you gotta let me finish. But at at shows where there was no, there there was not like I've seen him wrestle in high school gyms before where yeah. there's. You're not allowed to do any of the stuff we just talked about, and you're okay. just you're just you're just you, and you're coming out and you're doing the you know the MDK thing you look and, badass. And, yeah. and all that and and like and I have never seen anything like that before. Where like all these kids who have never seen a wrestler before, just flocking towards a guy after a match and being like, "This is my fit," because because he'll go out even though he can't use the weapons, he'll still go in like the the stands and fight people like in front, and it's like. So he like he gets over everywhere. Like Nick Gage gets over everywhere he goes. Like I have to give him to even though Deathmatch Wrestling is not my thing, I totally respect what that guy has been able to do within the pro wrestling industry, especially mm-hmm. with going to jail for as long as he did and like being able to rebound and like still have a big career like now. Like right now he's yeah. probably doing as well as he ever ha- ever has. Like I I mean I gotta give him props for that. He had a match with Brian Alvarez. Brian Alvarez. It was so funny that build. Him and uh, uh, Brian Alvarez, uh, the Shop and Roll Express. Him and uh, Filthy Tom had a match against Nick Gage and uh, oh God, I can't remember who, but Nick Gage was like the mystery partner. In oh, that was just it was brilliant. But anyways, on to AEW. <laughs> yeah, we can get this pulled up. So once again, this is uh, one more reminder before we get onto these predictions. This is why. Um, super chats are very important for a show like this. Super chats and donations, because me and Jesse are basically just going to go from the pre-show up through the main event. If we see a super chat, we will make sure to stop what we're talking about. But this is also like, if you want your predictions out there, if you have questions about the show, if you have just anything in general you want to say about the show, that's going to be the way to get our attention and the way to make sure that we, you know, talk about it on air. So. Let's just jump into this right now. So I'll start off with you, with you, Jesse. We got Britt Baker and Big Swole in the pre-show. It's going to be a cinematic match, according to That's Tony Khan. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, Tony Khan straight up said so on that conference call. So, um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, let's see how this goes. What do you think about this being on the pre-show? And uh, what do you think about the match in general? Who wins? Uh ooh, who wins? I feel like Britt Baker needs to win because she's been just talking so much smack. But if we're going by, like, you know, the WWE formula, which we shouldn't, you know, last night Big Swole got pizza on her face, which is so bad for your skin. Dude, oh, my God, it's so bad for your skin. Like, I eat pizza, which I don't anymore because I have anorexia and I'm scared of pizza. But, like, if I touch pizza, I cannot touch my face. There will be a pimple there. Wherever I touch, like, that grease is just... Mm. bad news so if we're going by that then it's like Big Swole is going to pick up the victory I believe this match was put on the pre-show well now I'm big again what the heck I believe this match was put onto the pre-show because of Britt Baker's leg not being fully healed I, I that's what I've heard I don't know Oh my god, pizza! Oh my god, pizza face! Is that from all that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, figured, yes. I, figured, I figured you'd appreciate that. Oh my god, I love that. Excuse me. And then the pizza from the Pizza Hut commercials. Remember that? The I, talking I, pizza. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember when like they, I remember when they came out with stuffed crust pizza. Like I remember how big of a deal that was. Oh like, my pizza god, Hut, that's, that's my jam. Yeah, same. When I'm not scared of it, is stuffed crust pizza. But that was so gross. But I do. <laughs> I don't know this for sure. It sure didn't seem like it last night. But I was under the impression that Britt Baker's leg was not fully healed. I had heard just rumors, nothing concrete, just small talk with friends, that her leg was still broken. So that's why I'm thinking that this match is somatic. And on the pre-show, I know that they've been building this for a long time, which is why it's so unfortunate. But to me, it, it makes sense that that's why they have this. And that's why there was kind of no build to Thunder Rosa coming up to AEW. Like, there was complaining about the build. I really do feel like it was not a last-minute thing. But it was kind of something they had been planning for in case Britt Baker's leg was not healed. So, I, I think Britt Baker needs to win this. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and go with Britt Baker because she follows me on Twitter. So. <laughs> there you um, go. And that's cool. She kicks like Adam Cole, too. That's what my husband said. He's like, damn. I was like, Adam Cole. But uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pick Britt Baker. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's kind of a hard one to call. I feel... I, so, I don't know. Like, I think it'll be... I thought the match between the two would be good, but I also don't know what the cinematic the things that'll look like that's going to make it better or, or worse or... I, I just don't know. I don't know what a tooth and nail match, like, technically is. Um, I... Yeah. I mean... Like the dentist. Yeah. What if they fought in, like, the dentist's office? That'd be... That's weird. what I was wondering if they were going to do. Yeah, that'd be weird. That would... Be, oh, my God, that'd be hilarious. I, I feel like they need to be building Britt Baker personally because... especially yeah. Especially if Sheeta holds on to the title for a while, which we'll get into her versus Thunder Rosa in a minute, but, like... I, so I, I'm going to go with Britt Baker as well. But, like, you can tell they have big plans for Big Swole. At least, at least they it seems like they do the way that they they kind of always keep her in the mix there. And, like, they've yeah. built this long-term story. So the other thing is, too, if Britt Baker wins this, Big Swole could get the win back later, potentially. Although, I, you know, I don't want AEW to just be doing, like, 50-50 booking all the time like WWE yeah. does. But I am okay with certain scenarios where there's rivalries. Um, you just don't have to have the match back to back to back to back to back all the time. Like you can spread it out every few months. You kind of go back to it. Um, so I'm going to take Britt Baker here as well, but uh, yeah. it really wouldn't surprise me either way. I could also see like Reba turning on Britt Baker and joining forces with Big School. Wait, who joining forces with Big School? Uh, the makeup lady. Oh, oh yeah. I guess, yeah, that could happen as well. I mean, I don't know something like, and then you have, uh, Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian or whatever his name is. Like, I always call him Kip Sabian. <laughs> Kip Sabian. Yeah, you got it right though, Kip Sabian. Yeah, and I don't know. There's just you know, there's a lot, a lot of places they could go. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I'll be at All Out, so I'll just be watching it on a big screen, I guess. So, I'm assuming they're filming that like soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I would. I would imagine. Um, yeah. But yeah. So. And then I also saw like, you know, there were people. Whoa, there were people like complaining about this being on the pre-show, and part of me is like, what? I mean, what would you replace for one? You know, like instead of this, like I, I feel like everything we're about to talk about right now is probably mm -hmm. going to be better. Just to be honest. And then, 
you also have uh i just totally lost my train of thought <laughs> can hear me sorry um what was i gonna say <laughs> what did i just say i just totally lost it um it's on the pre-show you can't see anything oh yeah yeah, yeah the pre-show pre so but tony khan was saying like he's like wrestling is the only fan base where people will complain about something being free like it's like the only and, and, and yeah that's good and he basically said like they have enough faith in this match and these two wrestlers that he, he figures they're gonna get people to buy the show based on it so he's using it as a tool to try to get people to watch the show so um i figured that was worth at least bringing up yeah and like i said i, I do really think that they were it's unexpected that her legs not healed so that's why they're kind of doing this to kind of cut some risk out for Britt Baker. Kind of cover up that her leg's still kind of hurting. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, moving on, we have Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a broken rules match where if Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. Now, I hate that stipulation because it leads me to believe Hardy's going to win because I just, I don't see them like, mm -hmm. I, I see, I don't see Matt Hardy leaving AEW and I also don't want AEW just, to be. He's like reincarnating himself as some other entity that he's been, I guess. I mean, I guess if they did that, but I mean, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of weak. I, it, it's, yeah. it's, just, it's just one of those things where like, I, I, I don't know. I, it's a good, like, it's been a good feud. I like, I like, I think the match is going to be good, but, uh, I, uh, I just, it, 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 honestly, it's just one of these things where like, I, I just, I, I don't want AEW to be a company where they do stipulations and then just go back on them. Like, I don't want a situation where Matt Hardy loses and then they're like, well, he's just back in like a couple months anyways, or, or he's just a different gimmick or whatever. Like, and I, and I think Sammy should win the feud. That's the problem here is like, mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, I, I think Sammy oh. should, should definitely win this. So it's like, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. It's it's difficult. It's, I mean, I'm um, picking Sammy, but I'm. You're picking Sammy. Yeah, I'm picking Sammy to win. You're picking Sammy mm -hmm. to win. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly um. I don't know. I know that there's heat on him. I know that there's heat on Sammy because of not because of like what he said, which was totally wrong. But I feel like he like did his time. I guess for that, still not okay. But I feel like because he actually like legitimately hurt Matt Hardy. But I think he still has a lot to learn. Not that that's okay to like legitimately hurt someone on accident, even if it's an accident. I don't know. I feel like Matt Hardy's gonna win just because. I don't know. I feel like Sammy needs kind of like a reboot. I feel like the whole like his whole gimmick was like part of like being lay sex gods and kind of being this like heartbreaker. But now with like the whole Sasha Banks thing, he kind of needs to like get away from that a little bit and kind of repackage himself a little bit to not be like so because i mean he did the whole thing where i was like making out that picture of brandy and she was like yeah you know and i don't know i feel like i feel like matt hardy i'm just gonna pick matt, matt hardy just to be edgy yeah. i don't know i mean like it makes more sense like storyline wise like right now for matt hardy to win but if that happens like so here's here's my here's my position on matt hardy just in general in AEW, like he's 
like I like Matt Hardy just as much as the next person, but they have an entire roster of, of up and coming talent, like Sammy Guevara and True. a lot of the people that we're gonna be talking about in the casino battle royal and stuff. I have no interest in seeing Matt Hardy like challenging for the AEW world title or anything like that. Like I wanna see him putting over the next generation of talent. That's what I wanna see out of Matt Hardy. And mm. and I mean I think he's a valuable asset to the company because he's recognizable and the whole broken thing, like it's still over to the, you know, the degree it's hard to know how over it really is though. Cause there hasn't been a, really a crowd since he's been yeah, in AEW. Well, um, so, I delete. <laughs> well, I mean, so did I at WrestleMania 33 and that was, yeah, uh, I know me too. A while ago. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like you got, you got, I mean, Sam Rivar and this also, you said like with, Brick Baker. I mean, Sam Guevara follows me on Twitter. I hope he wins. <laughs> oh, he does? That's cool. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Hope, he, hope he wins. Um, that's cool. He's actually we did get really another nice super chat. Oh, that's awesome. We did get another super chat from Dylan. Thank you so much, Dylan. You're awesome. Seriously, thank you so much, Dylan. It says, if Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. Can they just do the broken gimmick every week? That's what I'm saying. Like, just because Matt Hardy leaves doesn't mean broken Matt Hardy has to leave. Like, they could just kind of work their way around it with that. So cheap. Be like Big Money Matt. Yeah, so Matt Hardy just has, like, infinite contract opportunities because he has split personalities. Yeah, yeah he's got multiple um, multiple persons. Yeah. What are they called? Identities, yeah. Multiple identities. Well, oh, yay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Dylan, for that super chat. I mean, like, I could, yeah. I could totally see this scenario happening. Like, I could... It's totally possible, but I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hope the match is good. And you know Sammy's going to do something Yeah, I think crazy. it will be. Sammy will probably jump off the, the, the top of the building or something. Like, he, he yeah. that guy's nuts. Um, moving on. So this match just got, uh, you know, booked based on the result of the Dynamite match on yesterday. Um, and this match should be really good. We got a tag team match between the Jurassic Express of course, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt probably on the outside wearing a boot, uh, taking on the Young Bucks in a tag team mm-hmm. match. What do you think about this one with the Young Bucks looking heelish last night? And uh, who do you think gets the win at this pay-per-view? I think the Young Bucks. I mean, okay, here's the thing. I think the Young Bucks need a, um, will win just because, like, they should be, like, by all means and by what they've said, they should be... <clears throat> excuse me, they should be, like, tag team champions by now. They're the Young Bucks. Why aren't they tag team champions? Why aren't they, like, in the mix? I feel like they'll win. I don't feel like, you know, Jurassic Express is going to be hampered by that. However, as someone who enjoys chaos and enjoys, like, just absolute madness, I think it would be fun to see the Young Bucks lose, to just have the elite in complete shambles just complete just a disaster of an elite like just completely shattered and just like just a mess just like freaking out like depending on what we say for the tag team championships like just being the elite would it's like being the elite next week well it's pretty shitty like (laughs) it's it would be really kind of fun to see that and see like man like just the entire elite kind of if there's just so many ways they can go with it. However, logistically, I feel like the Young Bucks have to win. Yeah, I feel the same way. I I mean, I think it's 
about as clear as anything in like the history of wrestling that Young Bucks and FTR for the titles is going to happen soon. At so Revolution? Yeah, whatever whatever the next Full big year. show. Yeah, whatever the next big show winds up being, um, it'll it'll be that because I I mean I full we'll we'll get to the tag team titles here in a second but like I don't I don't see any scenario where the Young Bucks actually lose this match I don't think they're gonna lose any matches until they go up against FTR and I don't know if they're gonna beat FTR or not at that point but I but I mean I also want to definitely give credit to Jungle or Jungle Express Dressing Express because uh, I mean Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jungle Boy's like the future of the company. Yeah, and uh, Luchasaurus is awesome. Whoa! Sorry, you know how many viewers AEW had? They almost had a million. Oh, good for them. That's awesome. Yes, nine hundred twenty-eight thousand. Dang. Yeah, NXT needs. And NXT just used to move to one yeah. to Tuesdays. It's yeah. it sucks for Impact that that yeah. would happen to them, but uh. Yeah, I want to see. I, I want to keep seeing NXT on Tuesdays and uh, AEW on Wednesdays, separate nights. They're both doing way better numbers without the yeah, other. And, and people are being so less petty on the internet too. Yeah, and when they're on... being summoned to be outside, <laughs> right? just banish him to to watch I mean, WWE. A, we have a air conditioner out there, so he's not like dying in heat. <laughs> he smokes his cigars or whatever. Cause I'm cool. not gonna be around that, but. That's a really good number. Sorry, I just happened to see that. Yeah, that's cool, I'm, though. I'm checking to see if Big Ten football gets announced. Yeah, yeah good luck on that. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, like, the other day it was, like, 11-3 to 3 or something. It was, like... But they're doing a revote because now the president's involved. Oh, I shouldn't even talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Won't go in there, it's gonna get I mean, no, I honestly am. I honestly am rooting. Like, I hope that it does for yourself. Yeah. Like, I really do hope because, yeah. Like that would suck. Like, if the NFL got canceled, I'd feel the same way about the Vikings. Like, no, Ohio pissed. State was supposed to play at one o'clock today. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, we don't want to get you in a weirder mood, so we're. Just... <laughs> and, and you know what Twitter said? What's happening? Ohio State at Fighting Illini. I was like. Oh I was like, God. wait. It's I was like, are out. you? They trolled me hard. Oh, it was God. so hard. Air to replay. Um, oh, well, we usually win those. There, there, you, there you go. <laughs> um. Yeah. Next oh, oh, yeah. Also, I was gonna mention. Uh, for those of you who are watching NXT on Tuesdays, I've been doing the Fightful post shows. With Alice, with Alice Pulowski on the Fightful YouTube channel, if you want to check those out. Um, we did one on this past Tuesday, and we're going to do one again this Tuesday for the Super Show 2, or whatever they're called. Super Tuesday 2. So, get it? Super. Alex brought Tuesday this up on the show. Two. But he brought it up where it's like, Super Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> Love Alex. That guy's freaking hilarious. He is so sweet. Yeah. Best show on Fightful Select, in my opinion, Sour Graps. Alice Blouse, he kills it. Yes. Um, all right, moving on. We got an eight-man tag team match. The Dark Order, which will be comprised of Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson taking on basically like Team Cody, which is Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, uh, Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall, who will probably have Ali. This is basically the group of people that are out to like avenge Cody getting the yeah. shit beat out of him uh, for the TNT title. Um, 
I feel like the Dark Order's got to win here, and I feel like Brody Lee's just on a roll, and I love what they're doing with Dark Order. I, I love what they do with Dark Order on on uh, being the elite, but it's it's a weird crossover between the characters you see on being the elite and a and Dynamite, which is what yeah, we're talking about earlier. Yeah, John Silver's hilarious. He's like the, yeah. like the the MVP of BTE right now, um, and so is Brody Lee. Like the, his like deadpan like sarcastic humor is hilarious. Um, yeah. I know he takes a lot of, well, I know he takes a lot of inspiration from the Kevin Smith movies, like Mallrats yeah, and all that kind of stuff. That makes you, sense. You can actually see I've got the Mallrats blueprints down there on the. I yeah, I know. But uh, because his his name Brody is is he literally has said it in interviews, like he took the name from Brody Bruce, who's the main character of Mallrats. That's where Brody Lee comes from. It's That's amazing. The, the name Brody is from Brody from Mallrats. Um, so I get where I, I me and him are on the same page comedically. Like I think he's hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm not as funny as he is. I'm not trying to say like comedically like I'm as funny as Brody Lee, but like I understand his style of humor really well. Um, and then you got Stu Grayson in this match also, who is he's going fantastic. Yeah, he's going to be a major single star uh, whenever he breaks. I think he's going to be the one to like break away from Dark Order at some point. Like he'll be the one to like turn on them and like go rogue. And I think he'll do some really good stuff as a singles guy. Um, I think this is a really important match for Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Um, yes. Because I don't know how he keeps saying he's not actually in, like under contract. He's under like a short term contract with AEW, oh. and he's basically like I don't like using the term nepotism. Like I really don't, but like it kind of is because he's Cody's best friend. But he's also he also deserves to be there. Like I want to yeah. see Matt Cardona in AEW doing his own thing. Um, but I also think he might, it might be a situation where they're kind of trying to test him out. They're like, well, he's Cody's boy, but like, he was kind of like lower card WWE and like, we don't know how he fits here yet. And we got to figure out like how this is going to work. And I hope, I hope it works. Cause I, I love Cardona. I love the major figure wrestling pod. I talked about that earlier. Like I follow yeah. all the stuff they do. Um, I'm a huge broski fan. Like I, I want things to work I, out. I love, yeah, I almost call him Zack Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> And, and he's been able to get himself over on the internet multiple times without the WWE's help. Yes, so like, the internet champion. Yes, yeah, and that's legit. Like, basically, for those of you who don't remember, like, his YouTube channel blew up before WWE was, like, using YouTube. Like, they were, like, yeah. seeing what he was doing and were like, oh, wait, we can, like, get, like, a million followers on this thing over here if we, like, like start doing kind of what he's doing. <laughs> and, and, like, anyways, um, and this is also big for Scorpio Sky as well because he's – He's right on that brink of like being a main eventer, but also like in the mid card, like and also kind of a tag team guy. Like they're trying to figure out kind of where he fits as well, but clearly super athletic and and has a lot of fan fan base behind him. And so there's a lot of moving parts in this match, a lot of good talent in this match. I think Dark Order gets the win here. What do you think? I think that Dark Order wins unless they have. The Nightmare Collective, is it? They're the Nightmare Collective, right? Nightmare Family. Yeah. No, that's not Nightmare Collective. That was the thing that we don't talk yeah, about. That I guess. The, yeah. Um. I think it could be an interesting story, to where you have it that maybe there's something wrong with Cody that he's the only one that can't win against these guys. You know, that. But you know what? They have Brody Lee out there, who's the TNT champion. I think it has to be Dark Order. You have to solidify your TNT champion. If Brody Lee was not in this, then I would say fair game. However, with the champion being in the match, new champion in the match, I feel like it's a Dark Order win. 
it's like for me, eight man tags are kind of hit and miss because there's a lot going on and it's a lot to like pay attention to. And I get really overwhelmed. I think it'll probably be better live because there's not gonna be like camera cuts or anything. Um, but it's also gonna be harder to keep track of live. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out in person rather than on screen. So I don't know. Eight man tags, like I said, are really hit and miss for me because there's just so much going on. It's like, a, it's a lot. It's a lot to look at. Yeah. So, and I've seen really good ones in, in AEW, and I've seen really bad ones in AEW. So I think it, it, but I mean, all these people I pretty much trust, which sounds weird, but I just, uh, Dark Order's going to win. Yeah, I'm with you there. Well, speaking of a lot going on in a match, we have a lot of people in this one. Yeah. So, we've got the 21-man Casino Battle Royal. The winner receives a future AEW World Championship match. This I don't is if, interesting. I don't know if they've announced when that match is, like when they're getting the title shot. Um, no. So I'm interested to know that. As far as uh, who's in the match, though, so far, we have Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, The Butcher, The Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy, and Austin Gunn, Jake Hager, Santana, Ortiz, Chuck Taylor, Trent, and then TBD. But I think uh, from my really, really quick kind of count there mentally, it looked like about 15 or so people and then TBD. There were so, a couple TBDs. Yeah, so it looks like there's probably about another five or so TBDs to go in there. Um, so who do you think wins this? And do you have any predictions on, like, surprise entrance for this? I've heard um, Nick Aldis. I've heard Rusev or Miroslav or whatever his name that he's going by. Those are two that I've heard. Um, I've not heard Brock Lesnar, but that's just a name that I think of, just because that would be really freaking cool, even though it's definitely just, not going to happen. Yeah, that's just not um, happening. <laughs> that's not as happening. likely as CM Punk showing up. Like that's not. It's dude, just not happening. Don't even say it, it's dude. Not, it's just not happening. Um, I think some people that are like already in AEW are going to be in there. I this one's really hard for me. War this horse. one's really hard. I, I, war horse? Ooh, bring him back. Be, bring him back. I don't think he's going to win, but bring him back. That would be great. That would be, that's a really good idea. Yes. Jeff Cobb. Yeah. That'd be a good one. That'd be a really good one. Yes. That's a really good one. Uh, is Billy Gunn in here? Yeah. Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn are both in there? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say. So so he's not allowed to use the the words Billy Gunn next to each other for AEW. I'm pretty sure. I think it's the same kind really? of like thing with Cody, where he you know. Oh. So like, I think they just have to call him Billy, or if he's like with Austin Gunn, it's like Billy and Austin Gunn. Oh, sure yeah, the... that's a good. That that's a good little way of calling out him. But who wins it? That's a horrible picture. He looked like a criminal. I don't think he was in court. But, oh. <laughs> Yeah, the, he was in court for killing people. Look like at like, like those pictures you see of serial killers after they've been caught and are in court. Yeah, he was like guilty AF. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I'm bitter because he followed me on Twitter for a long time. And he unfollowed me. Really? Like, I got a couple of people I think in this one that follow me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Hager does. Kingston does. That's so awesome. Those guys. Kingston's a cool one because he knows me from MMA on point. Like that's like complete, that's awesome. Completely He's so cool. Completely pro wrestling, non non pro wrestling like, related. I have so fallen in love with him as not like that, but like as a character, like within the past, like seeing him cut that promo live when he went out there because it was like literally like ten of us. It wasn't like the big Wednesday show. It was 
the um, the Thursday show that I was at that I couldn't talk about. People gave me a bunch of shit for and thought I was being uh, hypocritical about on Wednesday. F you guys. When he walked out there and was like, and you talk about Rey Mysterio and stuff like that. Oh, it was, he, he just takes command of the entire arena. It's, he's so cool. I really want him to win. I would really like him to, to win. I saw a tweet I about see... it earlier. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, Sorry. yeah. Why? Well, I just thought it weird. Yeah. No, but I really just wanted to, that's great. See, I'm <laughs> I'm on a delay because for some reason my little Skype window pooped away oh that's all right Uh, i'll switch back to this yeah i just had a little thing of kingston up for a second i saw i I saw starks tweeted earlier i love him so much he's so great like his eyes are like piercing he has those kind of like not con man eyes but he has those eyes of someone like a used car dealer that could sell you like a literal piece of junk and you would think it's a mercedes-benz like that's how piercing his eyes are like if he looks at you it like he gives you like a death stare, like it would hurt. It would absolutely yeah. physically hurt. I really want Eddie Kingston to win this. I just because I really like him. I don't think it's gonna happen. Who is in this match? Is Nick Gage in this? Nick Gage, Jesus. Brian Cage is in, is he in this match? Uh, yes. I feel like it's gotta be him. I would love Darby Allen to win this as well, but I feel like they're kind of. I think either or could cost each other the match. Um, because it seems like they're kind of doing their own thing a little bit. Yeah. So, Ray Phoenix would be cool. I don't know. I really don't know. I just want a Kingston to win because I just really like him. Or Darby Allen. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Like, if it was my personal, just who do I want to see win in, like, not thinking anything beyond that, I'd say Darby just because he's, like, my favorite probably of all these people right now. As far as, like, the way they've built him, like, and, like, getting him, got him close to the belt, and he's got, he's had, like, these draws with, like, Cody, and, like, it's, they've made him look really, really good, but I'm with you. I think that Darby, I think they're not done with the Darby, Brian Cage, Ricky Stark stuff, um, to where maybe Darby needs to bring in, like, another, like, partner of some kind to help him against them or Mm -hmm. something. I don't don't know exactly where they go with that. I don't know where they're going with this, yeah. Um... And I think Brian Cage has already had his chance. Like, they gave him the FTW title. They don't... I still think they're trying to figure out how they're going to use that on the show because they he hasn't defended it, I don't think, like, at all. Um, but he's lost since holding it. Like, Moxley beat him. So, like, I don't... I don't really get what they're doing with that at the moment. I, I think Brian Cage is very talented and he has a... a, a you know, he looks like a guy who would just he's murder huge. you. <laughs> right? So. Yeah. Um, so I like it. I like him, but like, I, I just, I don't see any of them winning and I don't see them el. Well, I could see them maybe elevating Archer back up. Um, like personally, I'm with you though. Like I would love to see Kingston win. I just don't see Uh, that. I just don't see that happening. I am like elevated to an Eddie Kingston fan, like next level. What would be great is if like it got to a a point where like, cause one thing we have to consider here is Kingston lucha brothers butcher and the blade all five of them are like on the same page going into this match yeah so they're gonna have an advantage of like potentially teaming up and eliminating people together and if they can get to a spot where like it's like a few of them left and kingston's kind of in charge of the whole thing and they like let kingston win it because he's like like the leader of the group or whatever that could be really cool and it would be like a way of, of it all making sense 
But I just don't know how they're using Kingston yet. Like, is he more of a manager? Is he going to be wrestling? We've only seen him against Cody in AEW so far. Yeah. Um, but that match ruled. So, like, I, I want to see more of it. Um, I don't know. I, you know what? I'm going to actually go... Of all the people listed, I'm going to go with Lance Archer. Because um, he has not had the world title match yet, right? Like, just the TNT title. Oh, no, you're right. So, I, I think you're he's right. the highest ranked, probably, of everyone. I didn't even think of that. You're right. So, I'll I go with... That. Yeah, but there's a lot. There's that can do here. there's so many people in this match that legitimately like if you're going st- like kayfabe wise, kayfabe wise have a shot. Yeah, like and I mean you, we're not even talking about that to be determined. Like, right, that's the thing. It could be any of them too. We just don't know who they are. Yeah, we could have like would Rusev or Miro like come in and win it? Like to me, it to be determined, especially if it's like a big deal. Yeah. comes in they gotta win it you know you can't and i mean i don't know there's there's a lot this match is probably the most compelling to me and the one that i'm like most like it's almost it's kind of like Royal rumble i'm kind of excited yeah me too so it, it it's the most compelling match for me like excitement wise yeah you know it should be a good one other yeah. than the main event other than the main event and I think we'll get some good surprises. Like I do think AEW will throw in at least one or two people that were like, "Oh man, I didn't even think about that." Like that'd be that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Um, moving on, we got Hikaru Shida defending the AEW Women's Championship against the National Wrestling Alliance Women's Champion Thunder Rosa. Um, I like this a lot. Thunder Rosa looked really good last she night. She um, did. They both looked good last night. Yeah, who do you think wins this one uh, between the two champions? Obviously, just one of those belts on the line, though, the AEW Women's yeah. Championship. I think Ikarushita wins. I, I really do. I It'd be really cool to see Thunder Rosa win, but i got to give this one to Shida. I feel like they're kind of going to roll with it with her. Yeah, I agree. I think this match could be one of those like show-stealing matches, honestly. And, and I know that sounds ridiculous, but I really do think Thunder Rosa is such a huge asset to the AEW women's division and making the AEW women's division like elevate to the next level. Like right now they're kind of not a joke, but they're kind of, they have issues. They're playing with issues. I feel like this is like a, not a bandaid, but it's like a stitch to help it heal. I really think this match could be really good. Like if we're going straight up wrestling. This is going to be really good. Yeah. And I was just about to mention this and I saw bro in the chat happen to say it right before um, yes. Yeah, Serena Deeb looked great last night. They definitely need to sign her. They have yes, already. Yes, both of them, yes. Yeah. Um, and I think Thunder Rosa, what I like about Thunder Rosa so much, outside of, like, she's a, she's a great worker, and, you know, I like, I like just Thunder Rosa in general, but I like that this is, there's some sort of deal going on with the NWA and AEW working together, and that opens up the door for, like, you mentioned Nick Aldis and, um, and you know, there's other people that are involved with the, with NWA, and like even Ricky Starks was was with the NWA yeah. shortly before signing with AEW and stuff. I think he was a free agent technically, but maybe they were just like maybe they just let him out of his contract so they can sign. Like I don't know, um, but uh, but I'm looking forward to more overlap between the NWA and um, and AEW because I think it's mutually beneficial. It's obviously way more beneficial for the National Wrestling Alliance, but I think I think that they 
like that doesn't harm any company by them doing it like it helps both and i'm all for it um what do we have after this oh yeah this, so this is the match i'm looking forward to most on this show we have kenny omega and hangman page yes. defending the AEW world tag team titles against ftr um I've obviously alluded to it a lot already. Like, I think FTR wins the titles here. I don't know yeah. if it's I don't know if it's going to be because Hangman Page turns or Kenny Omega turns. Although I do want to see Hangman turn and join FTR, especially after this Wednesday, after last night when Tolly Blanchard is giving oh he's given the speech to um, um to a uh, Wheeler in in Harwood, and he's talking about all this stuff that's happened up to this point and how they've just done it step by step the way that they planned it. And then he's like, these titles are not going to be dishanded to you. You're going to have to earn these titles. Go out there and earn the titles and show people why you deserve these. And But what I like about that is it leads me to believe that they're not going to earn the titles. I think Hangman beats the shit out of Kenny Omega. (laughs) And he just leaves him there for FTR to pick up the scraps. Well, that would make him a piece of shit, which is in his Twitter profile. Well, there you go. There you go. But I, like I said, I think down the line, we realized that Kenny was actually the heel in this whole scenario. And Hangman I, was actually doing the right thing by beating the shit out of Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, but this is a all, double turn. Yes. But it's going to be, yeah. be a while before we realize that, I think. Um, it's one of those. Mm. But I could be totally, totally wrong. This is just my own. Dude. Yeah. But anyway, this match is gonna rule either way. Even if, even if even if Hangman beats up Omega, I think they'll still do some stuff before that. But but what's more important than the in ring in this match, and I rarely ever say this when it comes to wrestling, but what's more important than the in ring is the story here. Like, right? Like I am interested to see where this goes between Hangman and Kenny and FTR and everybody involved. Like this is this is this is a this is, this is the tea, right? Like this is like the yeah. the coffee frog. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> there you go. They've all got receipts, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am really looking forward to that. This. Um now moving on, we got a match that I'm really not looking forward to, and that's a little concerning considering Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler of all time and Orange Cassidy is like one of my current favorites and I I was a humongous fan of his on the <laughs> indies. And I still am, but this is all getting it's like dragging out yeah. longer and longer. It's becoming more of a comedy thing. Like you keep talking about what you're totally on the money about. It's 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 concerning as a fan of both of these guys. One other thing that's concerning. I'm gonna shout, give a shout out to my friend Doug Bateman, who I do shows with you know every now and then. He tweeted me this last night. He direct messaged me because it's something I've brought up in the past about other wrestlers. Just throwing it out there. We got to figure this out. I am harsh on Sting's TNA run because he wore a t-shirt when he wrestled. It, it yeah. killed me, right? Because it's like, it's like if you're so out of shape that you got to wear a t-shirt when you wrestle, or at least own it. If you're like, if you're out of shape, just own it. It's pro wrestling. But when you start wearing the t-shirt, then it's like, oh no, he's like ashamed. It's like of, the t-shirt of... at the pool, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, like you feel bad, right? You're kind of like- You feel really bad. You're like, honey, it's okay. No, no one's gonna actually Love judge yourself. We're judging yeah. more that all your clothes are soaking in the pool. Like we're judging that. Yeah. Like so so That yeah. was broke my heart, by the way. 
No, yeah, it's and, and, but yeah. so Jericho wrestled in a shirt last night, and it was, but it was, he did, you're right. but but it was an Orange Cassidy shirt, and it might have just been as a way to like just get an extra dig in on Orange Cassidy. That's what I told Doug. I was like, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off. Like, I think I think it's mind games. But if Chris Jericho wrestles in a T-shirt this Saturday at All Out, I am very very concerned. I'm gonna be very concerned about that. Um, come on, man. Don't be Sting. Just don't. Just yeah. don't become that. You're my favorite wrestler ever, but shamed. don't do it. He gets body shamed all the time online for his body. I'm like, dude, he's aging. I'm sorry. It happens. Yo, widen out. But that he just happened. When he also did that on purpose for his New Japan run. Like, he he consciously yeah. put on size because in Japan, he's a... Like, in the United States, Chris Jericho being 5'10 or whatever he is... He's a shorter wrestler. In Japan, being 5'10", you're actually one of the bigger wrestlers. So he went over there and he, he put on weight and was more of like a... I don't know if people remember like Takeshi Morishima back in like the Ring of Honor days and stuff. Like He wasn't in shape, but he was a very large and he could move. And I think that's what Jericho was going for in New Japan. And he's even talked about it. Like He, made, he, put, on, he put on weight on purpose. Now you can tell he's trying to kind of take some of it off. I don't know why I'm even going this far into it. Jericho fucking rules. I just hope he doesn't wind up wearing a t-shirt in the ring. And then I start thinking about him like I thought about TNA Sting. But Orange Cassidy, who like, who wins here, Jesse? Like, wait, who's gonna, who wins this match? Who wins this feud? Is this the end of it? And, like, do these guys just move on afterwards? I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I At this point, I kind of want... There better not be a child in my backyard. Sorry, I thought I heard a neighbor. <laughs> um, anyways, I, I at this point, like you, with you talking, I kind of want Jericho to win. Even though I love Orange Cassidy, it's like he's become, Chris Jericho has become such like a meme of himself that, you know, he, he was the first AEW champion. Like, yeah. He, and then all of a sudden he, like, fell off. And it's, and that's, and that is no disrespect to Orange Cassidy. It's no disrespect to this feud. But as someone, I mean, I've enjoyed it. I kind I enjoy comedy wrestling. Like, I, I personally enjoy it, but I know, like, AEW's going to get a lot of shit for it. You know, a lot of criticism for it. And as an empath, I don't like to see a company like AEW, especially like especially a new company and a new company that I really really like, get a lot of shit, which is why I like cringe at the women's division because I know they get a lot of shit for it. But at the same time, I do kind of want Orange Cassidy to win. But then again, what does that do to Orange Cassidy's character? The more serious, and we talked about this I think last week. Yeah. Was, you know. Orange Cassidy is a comedy gimmick. It's a comedy character. And while it's really, he has those serious moments that to be taken seriously, how serious can you take him to the point where it's like the comedy side kind of gets taken away? And that's kind of what got him over. Yes. So, and just, and then you add the complexity of a Mimosa Mayhem match, which is low key awesome. I think it's really funny. (laughs) Like, as someone who doesn't engage in 420 activities right now because I'm pregnant, but is medically uh, prescribed 420-friendly uh, medication, 
this is hilarious to me. Like, this, if I was stoned out of my gourd, this would be, like, the best match ever. Like, but they don't even have to get dumped in a tank to win. Right. Well, I think what's going to happen... I think what's going to happen is exactly what... I think what's going to happen is exactly what Bri Robinson in the chat just said. I was going to say this also. He beat me to it, but... Oh, yeah. there we go. I think Jericho's going to win. Orange Cassidy still throws him into the thing. That That's my prediction. Thank you, Bri Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I love, and it hurts me, and it pains you to say this. It hurts me to say it because I love Orange Cassidy. He's such, like, a badass. And Chris Jericho is literally the GOAT. Like, my husband loves Chris Jericho. Like, my husband is Mr. NXT. He's actually, he's turning into an AEW fan. Like, he comes in and watches the AEW matches now. That's right. Like, he, when we got home from, and I couldn't say this before because I wasn't sure about FTR, he downloaded the FTR theme and he downloaded the Dark Order theme. That's like, awesome. Like, Yeah. He's actually, he's like, there's only a couple people I really want to meet that are in AEW, and and the one the one is Chris Jericho because he's just the greatest. And I was like, oh, so I trust the process of AEW. We talked about that with the whole Moxley situation on Dynamite last night. I trust the process. I feel like Jericho is not stupid, and Jericho has had time to plan this match. And I feel like they've been working on this for a while because how do you? not work on this for a while so i i trust jericho trust in jericho we trust i really do feel like if there's anyone i want to trust with a match especially a gimmicked match it's chris jericho so i do trust that this is going to be good yeah but i have my i have my reservations i would love a pat mcafee situation (laughs) here where it's like whoa not only was i wrong i was hella wrong so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, with you all the way on all that. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like because Jer- here's the other thing I talked about last week. Like, it this was perfect how it ended after the first match. Like Jericho yeah. won, Orange Cassidy looked awesome, and that could yeah. be the end of it. And 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 Cassidy is still elevated even though he lost. Jericho's still in the spot he's in because he because he won and. I, it, that could have been it. I feel like they just dragged it out too long. And what and what really disappointed me was their last match, where they botched like three or four like really important moves during the match, and it yeah. kind of took me out of it. And I'm not putting that on Jericho. I'm not putting that on Cassidy. I'm just gonna chalk it up to miscommunication. But it's just, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I feel like, but yeah, I think we're all on the same page at this point. I, Jericho wins, but Orange Cassidy throws in with the orange mimosas or whatever, and <laughs> and. Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping it doesn't keep Jericho. Maybe the, because the comedy thing does bother me with Jericho right now. Like it really yeah. does. It's just too he's it too much be, of a parody. It should be like a garnish, right? Like, yeah. As long Not as they can get, as long as they can get past it though with Cat. Like if if this he beats Orange Cash, he gets thrown in the thing, he disappears for a couple weeks, and, and he comes back and just beats the yeah. hell out of out of out of one of the top guys and, and establishes himself as the number one contender again or something. Once again, like you said, Jesse, I have faith in their booking that they, that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Here, so I just got to, if this was yeah. WWE, I would be, I would be so mad. So, <laughs> oh my God. Be. This is like the dog. This would be like dog, that dog food match. Remember the dog yeah. food? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. That, 
That was yeah. so beautiful. I, I, well, I had forgot about the dog food. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I remembered it because Roman Reigns came back. Who rules? Love Roman Reigns. Yeah. People complaining great. about that. People, oh, he didn't earn it. That's the point. Uh, That's he the never point. lost. He had cancer. Right, but the he whole point cancer. is like he's trying. He's trying to yeah. come over at, on uh, as a heel. Like, yeah, like, this isn't. This isn't like last time. Yeah, this is anyways. Roman Reigns rules. I don't care what anybody says. Um, main event. We got the world championship. World championship on the line. John Moxley defending against MJF with Wardlow in his corner, and John Moxley's paradigm shift finishing move is banned. Is so, it banned or is it banned? Or I thought because he won last night, it's allowed or something. Or is it banned? Uh, no, I think it's still banned. I think it was just like uh, that one thing was like to get Sterling in there against him. But uh, I think, uh, yeah. So I was, that contract signing confused me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I I've been saying it the whole time. I haven't changed my stance. I think MJF leaves as the world champion. I think the match is going to be good. Um, I would be totally fine with Moxley winning, but I feel like. Like, why not put it on MJF? Like, like what's yeah. the what's the downside of putting it on MJF? Um, I mean, if they keep it on Moxley, there's still plenty they can do. He, I just feel like they they've kind of booked themselves to a corner to a degree because you got to make a decision now. Do you have who who wins this or is it a non finish? And if it's a non finish, that really sucks because it's the main event of a. You can't do a non finish. Yeah, can't you can't do a non finish. I I agree. So it's. So you got to pick a winner here. I think Mox. I think if it was Moxley versus anyone else on the roster, I would pick Moxley. But because it's MJF and because of the position he's been put in and undefeated all year, and turned on Cody and beat Cody and and has the the ring and has that whole team behind him and keeps talking about being the face of the company for the next twenty five years. His mic skills are on point. His in ring works on point. His character's on point. He's young. He stays healthy. He like I. Yeah, don't say, don't jinx it. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but just sorry, I didn't, I shouldn't have said that. But, <laughs> you're good, but, you're but good. it's one of those things where he stays relatively on, like on the indies. There was a few times where he he had some yeah. injuries and stuff like that, but for the most part, it, it's you know he seems. I, I don't want to say reliable because people get hurt, things happen, but like MJF seems like a guy who you could invest in as your world champion right now, and he is a quote unquote homegrown AEW guy. Yeah. He isn't a former WWE guy like Moxley and, and Jericho, so like. I, I feel like it's time to do... I mean, once again, I don't think the time is right because I think this should have happened like a few months later from now, the same scenario. Yeah. But since we're getting it right now, the only downside is the no crowds, but there will be somewhat of a crowd there at All Out. Like, there will be people there to boo if, if MJF wins. People like Jesse. So, like, I, I'm i going to go with MJF. Um, what do you think? My daughter's coughing. I'm going to go John Moxley. I, just to be edgy, honestly, to just to be different because everyone's picking MJF. Because here, here's the thing about AEW is like the problem with it for me, not, this is not a, a bad problem, is that both, like a lot of the times I feel when we're doing predictions, both people have, and this is what's beautiful about AEW, both people have their cases to be the champion. Yes. It's not like we're going, there's no reason that X shouldn't beat Y. There's no reason that X shouldn't be the champion. There's no reason that X shouldn't win this, but there's also no reason that Y shouldn't win this or shouldn't be in this match at all. Both have their credible builds. 
I don't think either have lost this year. Like neither no, have lost undefeated. all year. Neither have won, won, uh, neither have lost by pinfall or submission. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You never get that in the WWE anymore. I want to cry. Ever. Like I'm gonna cry. Like that just made me want to cry. I'm not even kidding. like a good cry. Like that's awesome. That is like continuity, long term booking, supreme, like ultimate USDA Waigu prime beef. Like grade A. Like yeah. that is Give me hungry over here. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know why I went to like me. Why why you I need iron, I think that's probably why. <laughs> but I the reason I'm picking John Moxley is because like you said before, I think it's a little bit too early for JF to win. I feel like he is such a good campaigner that in a good like propaganda machine, like you know, he's got a little brood that he could campaign for a second title shot because he's going to latch on to, like, maybe his shoulder was up a little bit or maybe he didn't completely submit. Maybe he wasn't actually passed out or whatever. Whatever the finish may be, he's going to – he. I could honestly see him weaseling his way to another championship match by campaigning. I feel like the whole campaign gimmick is, like, a really cool thing. Pull it out all the way till full gear, November, election time, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever, revolution. Which one's in November? I think it's revolution. I know it's full gear. It's full. I, I don't even know. I always forget myself. Me too. They, they, those both are, like, kind of, like, in the same. Because I wasn't at those shows. <laughs> That's so petty and shitty to say. Sorry. But... I feel like they could really go somewhere with that. However, and I think it's too soon to do this, but would you could you see Cody Rhodes getting involved in this match and costing MJF the match? Uh, no. I, I think you Cody's don't? I think Cody's gonna be gone for a little while. You think he's gonna be gone for a little while? Because I and maybe that's what comes up next is because yeah. you know he's not it's not Jericho. You know he can go after it. He doesn't have the TNT title. He could, you know, or maybe, yeah. I don't know. I was just, like, having fun. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think at some point, I think at some point we're definitely going to get MJF and Cody for the yeah. AW World title. Like, it'll happen at some point in the future. Um, yeah. But I don't think that'll happen soon. I, I feel like there is still, I think there's still a pretty good story to be told about Cody being out, coming back, trying to, you know, go after the Dark Order or Brody even if Brody beats him again a second time, like you try and get that rematch and then like trying to go from there. But I think yeah. he'll always be linked to MJF and AEW to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. What what I really wanted to see, to be honest, and I still do like if they can figure out a way of doing it is I do want to see whenever Cody does like full on turn heel. Cause I do think that's going to happen. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, inevitably all these people are going to turn at some point or another. Um, I really want to see Cody help MJF at some point and align with MJF after all the shit they've been through. That would be, like, the ultimate heel move to, like, actually side with the guy and, like, help him win. Like, take, like, a backseat to MJF. I think yeah. that, that would be uh, – because I think that would help MJF a ton to have Cody, like, actually, like, managing him, basically. Um, which I could also see happening if Cody actually retires, like, five years from now, like he's saying he wants to, which I doubt he will, but um, – mm -hmm. You know, I could see him being a 
uh, affiliated with MJF for a long time, but yeah, they got a, that's the great thing about AEW too. They have so much time with this stuff. They got so young much, talent. They have so many places they could go. Yeah, they got young talent. The company's only been around for a year. I mean, they have. There's so even just looking at the Casino Battle Royal. There's like ten different story, long-term storylines you could pay, make out of just that one match with all those people. Like there's, yeah. there's, yeah. Limitless opportunities right now for uh, AEW, and I am very looking forward to All Out. I'm so looking forward to this show. Yes. So excited. Well, uh, It'll be oh, a lot of fun. What? What happened? I missed it. You got, you, got, it. you got really big on the screen again. Oh, God, that's embarrassing. I think it's a little bit better now. Yeah, good okay. enough. Good enough for the kind of the outro here. Um, yeah, that's all out. So, oh yeah, out. I see it. Oh man, you can really yeah. see my nasty face. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, started to see me up close. That's only what the mirror sees. Oh. But that's all out. If you guys have any last minute like wild predictions or last minute super chats or donations, um, please feel free to chime in while we're going over the sponsors or just right now, like whenever. We will answer your question, especially if you super chat or donate that would really mean a lot to us but yeah so i'm really looking forward to this show AEW tends to knock it out of the park with these pay-per-views was not disappointed in last year's all out at all so i hope i didn't jinx it but i think i think it'll be fun i'm really excited i'm excited to be there i'm excited to um see it live and obviously i should be tweeting during it and stuff like that i mean i'll go over that in the sponsorships and stuff like that but if you want to go over the sponsors like i said any last minute super chats or donations or anything while we're going over the sponsors will be read after we go over them if you want to go to the sponsors i have to go pee so bad yeah it's good timing all right so first sponsor here we got music city toys and collectibles they are out of the nashville tennessee area but you can buy from them from pretty much wherever uh basically what you want to do is you want to follow them on all social media just search for music city toys and collectibles they have action figures dvds autographs um old magazines i mean everything you could possibly think of it's nice people and they'll give you fair business uh they even do sales on facebook where sometimes it's live where they'll go on there on video with like different products they'll tell you how much it costs you try to claim the product and then they will invoice you for it it's really simple most of my collection like you can't see most of my room from this camera angle but i have i'm surrounded by action figures and autographs and that kind of stuff and a lot of the stuff i get directly through uh, music city toys and collectibles because a lot of the time i'll go on ebay looking for something and i've been music city toys and collectibles has it for significantly less and i get it way faster and they usually don't charge me like anything extra for shipping so it's really great really great people and uh and yeah they even have sales like like uh i mean this is just a bunch of their different stuff obviously going down their page i know they have like a so they had a ninja turtles sale the other day and they did it where they do this every now and then where they just put items in a big comment thread and say how much it is and like if i wanted this razar from uh teenage mutant ninja turtles secret of the ooze 2 i remember that movie very very well I could uh, just go ahead and reply to that right there, say that I want it, and chat over there at Heroes and Legends. Well, they're an old company. They used to be called Heroes and Legends. I apologize. Music City Toys and Collectibles, they uh, they just send you a PayPal invoice. You, you pay it, and your stuff, your stuff shows up pretty darn quick. So once again, that's Music City Toys and Collectibles. Also, 
make sure to check out WrestleRumble.com. They are the place to be for all fantasy pick contests for professional wrestling, and they have incredible raffles, such as the current raffle, which is $1. That's it. $1 entries, and you can win eight championship belts. We have the NXT Women's Championship, the NXT World Championship, the, the uh, NXT North American Championship, both NXT Tag Team titles, the NXT UK Women's title, the NXT, or over here, the NXT UK title, and the Cruiserweight title. That's eight belts, $1 entries at WrestleRumble.com. And then they also have contests for a lot of the big shows as far as you putting your picks in. So, like, for instance, Hannah Moore won the last draped in gold raffle she won five replica title belts and these are the real deal replica title belts like the 400 dollar a piece belts um and hannah i also noticed is right here she got number four on the nxt takeover so like she came darn close to winning right. that also um they had SummerSlam pick-up contests and a whole bunch of stuff so um so once again just go to wrestlerumble.com be a part of the contest and the raffles it's a lot of fun the prizes are awesome and they have a lot of cash on the line there, too, all the time. Follow them on Twitter, at WrestleRumble. And lastly, my brother, Brian Jensen. This is his Instagram page. It is BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Um, his follower count's been getting higher and higher every time we do this. I'm happy Yay. about that. Um, he is a boxing trainer. He can help you lose weight, get in better shape, learn how to throw hands. If you want to be an amateur boxer or a professional boxer, he corners like legitimate boxers as well, works with Parkinson's Foundation. So if you have any kind of like neurological issue you deal with or anything along those lines, he's an expert at that. He can help you with dexterity work. Uh, he can help you over Zoom. He can help you in person at his gym. He can meet you at your business. He can meet you in a park. It doesn't matter. He can help you reach your goals, whether it's in person or over the internet. Uh, got a whole bunch of pictures and videos here of him helping people out in his gym and doing uh, Zoom calls and hitting heavy bags and you know, obviously a wide wide variety of clients everywhere from, you know, people uh, who, does this guy have a belt? I can't see with my glasses on. Oh no, he's not holding a belt. That's actually, that's actually a girl wearing a Batman suit. I, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how good my, uh, that's how good my glasses are. I got to take these off when I'm looking at these Bruh. pictures. I was like, wait a second, because what it looks like is it looks like someone shorter than him holding a belt, like a title belt in, in their hands. I can only see the 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 outline of the Batman symbol. Um, but yeah, wide variety of people, wide wide range of ages. He helps like police officers and a whole bunch of people. So uh, so yeah, make sure to give him a follow on Instagram. That's at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. And like all of our sponsors, if you... Uh, hit any of these people up for anything tell them that me and jesse sent you and i promise you they give you a good deal on whatever you're trying to do so thank you to all of those people you can follow me on twitter at fight talk underscore f-i-g-h-t-t-a-l-k underscore and jesse what do you have going on thank you i'll take it away um <laughs> i don't know why i fucking said that <laughs> no idea why i said that but <laughs> I'll tell, thank take you it away. <laughs> I don't know what is going on with me today. I need to go to bed. But, alas. You made it, though. We made I, it through the whole show. I know, and I didn't completely trip out, which is great. So, basically, the best way to follow me is either on my OnlyFans or on Twitter. Um, my OnlyFans is the best way if you want to, like, directly support me and my family that is growing right now. 
my OnlyFans is the place to go. OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye J-S-S-I-T-H-D-B-U-C-K-E-E. It has not been working for me today, but I actually was able to post during the podcast. It was a, finally loaded for me. So sorry if you DM'd me this morning and I DM'd you back and you didn't get anything back. I'm going to go through them after this because that was weird. So thank you to everyone who is subscribed. It really does mean a lot. It, it really does help me out so much. Like I cannot even, I don't really want to go into how much it's helped me out, but it really does like I would be panicking right now because I have a huge deductible for my insurance and I'm having a baby. So it's gonna, I'm gonna meet my, I'm gonna have to make my deductible. But through OnlyFans, I feel a little bit more comfortable about it. And it just, it's, it's my main source of income. So OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye is the best way to get in contact with me other than Twitter. I do not have my Instagram public. My Instagram is private, and so is my Facebook. My Facebook is shut down. You cannot even, like, add me as a friend. I don't think you can even search me. Don't even try. If you see anyone, it's probably not me. I just, after getting so much hate online, there's a couple people, there's, like, a group of, like, dudes that really, really, really hate me, like, despise me, and at every opportunity, like, try to make fun of me and call me really bad names. So I've really shut down everything else and made it private because I the last thing I want them to do is go after my family. So that's why everything's private and that's why OnlyFans is so important. If you really want to do get if you do really want to get into contact with me, that's the best way to do it other than Twitter. My Twitter is where you're probably gonna see me at all out posting about it. I was thinking maybe I should like record myself, but I don't want to be one of those people that's like in public, like, oh, oh you know what I mean? It's so condescending, but I mean, that's kind of what I'm known for. I don't really want to actually like, sit there and like, record the show and get in trouble. Because, yeah. But it'll be a lot of fun. I will be there. I will be doing my best to have you guys um, be a part of that experience with me. Because that's, to me, that that's, that's why I post all that stuff when I'm at shows. Is because I want you guys to be, like... I wouldn't be where I am without my followers, and so I want you all to be there with me and be a part of this with me because I wouldn't be who I am without you guys. So if it ever comes off as bragging, I'm sorry. I just really want to share it with everybody because I feel like that's, well, I, I, that's what I should do. <laughs> I feel like I owe it to people. So, yeah, that's where you can follow me, basically, long story short. Um, yeah, OnlyFans. Oh, and up, duh, YouTube. Dirt. Okay, sorry. It's been a long, weird-ass day. If you like what you've seen, if you really like what we're talking about, if you like, you know, the chat, we love the chat. Thank you so much for the chat. We love our chat. Please subscribe to the channel. That way you'll get notified whenever we do go live, and you'll get notified about 30 minutes before we go live. It's like a simple reminder, and I think you can even set reminders if I post earlier that we are going to be doing a live show. So that's the best way to like kind of get this other than notifying on Twitter. So please do subscribe to the channel. And if you like what you've seen today, a thumbs up on the video, a like would really, really mean a lot to us. We really appreciate it. It helps the algorithm. It helps get more like-minded, amazing people like you in the chat. We love our chat. We love our super chats. We love everyone in the chat who doesn't super chat too. It's a really nice little place that we've kind of you got, I guess you guys have curated it, and it, it's, it means a lot to us. So thank you so much, and we would love to have more people like that on 
the shows as you know things progress and things get bigger so yeah that's about it so yeah I don't know when we'll do this next because I'm busy tomorrow and Saturday and I'll be coming back home Sunday yeah maybe I don't know maybe Monday or Tuesday or something yeah yeah we'll figure out Monday or Tuesday yeah um so yeah look out for that everybody we'll try to do a review Monday or Tuesday I might be doing there's a chance on Saturday morning or afternoon, me and Doug might go live on his channel to do like a little bit of like a okay. like a preview for for AEW. So like, we might be doing oh, that. Awesome. If if we wind up doing that, um, I'll post about it on my Twitter. So if people want to watch that, we I might be doing that Saturday afternoon. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, the next time you probably see me on YouTube will be what's. I mean, if we can do, we'll talk about it off air. But if we can do Monday afternoon, that'd be great um yeah because then we can get we talk about the show a little bit faster and i also have to do fightful on tuesday night um and that's a lot of talking my throat's been uh getting kind of messed up lately because of these shows not these shows particular but all the yeah but um, all of them yeah but i uh all good stuff i'm very fortunate that i'm able to even do as many of this these things as i am so (laughs) um but yeah so look out for us hopefully on monday y'all and everybody enjoy all out i'll definitely be watching and jesse will be there so keep up with it